As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening. God bless you, and what a joy it is for me to share with you for the next few fleeting moments of this evening. I am blessed. I am, I am extremely blessed because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I wouldn't be sitting here before you today. And so I, I, I have so much to thank God for. You have so much to thank God for as you sit here and watch what I'm and hear what I'm going to say today. Um, uh, let, let's always remember that God is speaking to us uh, through the word of God. The word of God emphatically says, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent? God speaks to me to speak to you. Listen to that again. God speaks to me to speak to you. Everybody can't speak into your life. Everybody can't put you on the right track. Everybody can't guide you in this course of life. But only God can. The Bible emphatically says that the steps of a good man, that means man or woman, are ordered by the Lord. Your steps, my brothers and my sisters, have been ordered by the Lord. And that's why you're here today, because God has ordered your steps in order that you may hear what I'm about to say. I'm going to be talking, of course, uh, our, our, my whole family has been involved in these uh, 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 Bible studies here recently um, on last week. Uh, we took a break because we were in the leadership conference and, and uh, we did not talk about relationships, but I'm coming back today and um, I'm going to talk about seeking a mate. And now I'm, I'm especially talking to our young people, young unmarried couples about seeking a mate, seeking a mate. Uh, well, let's open up with prayer and then let's uh, read a scripture and then we'll be on our way. Dear God, I thank you again for how you blessed us and brought us to this point. Thank you for the doors you've opened and the ways you've made. Thank you for keeping us in the center of your will. Continue to bless us, continue to strengthen us, continue to grant us of your favor. We thank you for allowing us to lay down on last night. But most of all, we thank you for allowing us to rise on this morning. Lord, will you continue to bless? Will you continue to strengthen? Will you continue to hold us in the hollow of your hand? And we shall forever give your name the praise, the glory and honor shall be thine. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Listen, I'm going to read a scripture to you today uh, uh, that encourages you to know and recognize uh, where your strength, where your help comes from. It's found in the 121st number of Psalm. It said, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. 
He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is the shade upon, is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. May the Lord add a blessing to the 121st number of Psalm, which I have read in your hearing. I want to talk to you just, um, and, and we'll get to some scriptures that will be very pertinent to what we're discussing when we're talking about seeking a mate, because uh, when you're seeking a mate, the first thing is, is that you've got to be, or you've got to endeavor to be pleasing in the Lord's eyes. Uh, I endeavored to be pleasing in the Lord's eyes uh, when I was single, so I sought him about the decisions that I would make as it was uh, uh, related to having a mate. Uh, you see, uh, Karen and I both have strong religious backgrounds. Uh, if you check uh, our backgrounds, you'll see that they are, uh, they are uh, steeply rooted in, in religion. Uh, we both love the Lord. And, uh, and uh, just because, let me throw this in there, just because uh, you love the Lord and the person who you're talking to or maybe interested in loves the Lord does not necessarily mean that that's your mate. Uh, but we both love the Lord, so that was a good start. I think that should be a key factor in who uh, you are uh, looking at or who you're even dating. Uh, dating, as you've heard me say over and over and over, uh, dating is supposed to be a process for collecting data on a particular person. So I go out with you so that I can see how you are, how you interact, how you act towards certain people or how, uh, or how you react to certain situations. I collect data. And it should be a very careful plan, uh, uh, your dating process, especially when you are considering marriage. Uh, see, uh, my philosophy is, is uh, since you're saved and looking for a potential partner, why date someone that doesn't have Jesus in their life? Uh, and the reason I say that is because um, you can't always control who you fall in love with. And, and I know that there are people that will argue this point, but uh, why do we call it falling in love? Uh, people don't fall on purpose. Uh, people fall, uh, it just happens. You know, you don't, uh, most of the time, uh, you don't just walk down the street and then fall. 
or something happens, something out of the ordinary, your leg gives out, you trip over a uh, crack or, or what have you, something happens out of the ordinary as to why you fall. So since we understand that uh, this concept, if you will, of falling in love, then let's pay particular attention to that first word, falling. So if you're going to eventually fall in love, let's be picky where you fall. You'll never see me, uh, I'm, I'm just using this for a scenario, I will not fall, hopefully, in a, 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 a ditch full of mud because if I see the mud, I'm going to avoid it. If I see the ditch, I'm going to avoid it. Am I making sense? Just type, put it in the chat and say, uh, avoid ditches, avoid ditches. So if I see the ditch and, and I'm going to avoid, I'm, I, you know, I don't even want to walk around a ditch if I can, if, if I can avoid that. So, so, so if a person is not saved, don't start dating that person because you may fall for that person. Try, I know it doesn't, it sometimes it doesn't always work that way, but try uh, to make sure you don't fall in the wrong places. Uh, so now, if you're saved and you want a, a life partner or get married to get married, why risk falling for somebody who isn't saved? Avoid that person avoid that person. Now, let me give you a little background about uh, 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 me and, and hopefully you'll uh, understand uh, where I'm going. Some little background about Karen and I. Uh, my beginning, as I said, was of a firm religious foundation, but I lacked the notoriety that my wife Karen had. Uh, my father, uh, it was from a, uh, a, a pioneering family in, uh, in the Church of God in Christ. Uh, my grandfather, my dad's dad, Superintendent O.S. Sheard, was appointed by Bishop Mason uh, to the Mother Church in Lexington, Mississippi as pastor. Uh, my mother, uh, uh, she was the daughter of uh, Deacon Marshall Gordon and Mother Eunice Gordon. Of course, uh, my, my grandpa, as we called him, uh, he was a deacon on the deacon board at Seth Temple, which is uh, the Mother Church of Michigan. Um, and my mother, grand, my, we called her Granny, my grandmother was the church mother of, uh, of the Mother Church. And so you can see that I had deep roots in the Church of God in Christ and, and that we were well situated. Now, uh, so I had a great heritage in the church. However, Karen 
is one of Maddie's girls. <laughs> That's what we used to always refer to them. She was a, uh, she was known worldwide. And uh, she was and, and is, i make this very clear, the most phenomenal singer of our time, I believe. I know there are some people who may argue that, but for me, she is the most phenomenal gospel singer, most phenomenal singer of our time. Now, here, here I am. I always knew that I wanted to preach and pastor and uh but uh, and had some idea of my envisioned route. Uh, my mom and dad um, uh, actually sung in uh, Dr. Clark's choir, and uh, her sister, Denise, was my babysitter. She was the babysitter for my brother and I. But I never paid Karen um, that much attention. Uh, but as I got older, I became more aware of her. And a lot of people, I tell it all the time, actually, Twinkie and I were real close. We were, like, we were close friends, brothers and sisters. And so Karen's background and my background uh, were touching, but they never overlapped. She was in her music world and I was eventually in my preaching world. But here is the part where we touch. We were both committed to God. And the Bible tells us in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct that path. Oh, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. If you have confidence in God, God will lead you into the different areas that you need to go so that you can be prosperous in your life. Now, prosperity in your life is more than just money. I'm going to say that again. Prosperity is more than just money. Prosperity is healthy relationships. Yes, prosperity is being able to get along with somebody on a regular basis and not be pulling your hair out and going crazy and being worried about what that individual is doing. I had confidence in God. The Bible tells us uh, he who hath begun this work in you is faithful and will see it to the end. I got confidence in him. I still have that kind of confidence in God. So this gave me uh, what I needed. This was the foundation of what I needed to start my search uh, for the person who I would need in my life. I, every man needs a woman in his life. Uh-oh. I trusted God to give me the right person because I, I believed that he had plans for my life. My brothers, my sisters, you need to trust God. 
You need to trust God. I'm going to say it one more time. You need to trust God and thereby God will bring the right person into your life that is beneficial, uh, praise God, for the rest of your life. Now, uh, hear what I'm about to say. Sometimes our eyes lead us to destruction. That's why single young people must be prayerful because it's so easy to get into young ladies about he's fine, he's cute, he's handsome, uh, you know, he's built, all that. You know, your, your eyes can lead you to destruction. Men, your eye, you can get into she, she's fine, she's pretty, you know, you, 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 all of that stuff, all of that, your eye, that's why you got to be prayerful and trust God because your eyes will lead you to your fleshly desires, uh, uh, what will answer your fleshly desires. The beauty is only skin deep. Old saying said, but ugly is to the bone. Beauty is only skin deep, but ugly is to the bone. Real beauty is not just beheld in the eyes. Hallelujah. Sometimes the beauty you see is not seen by every other person, but, but, but uh, uh, real beauty is not just beheld by the eyes. Uh, uh, you, there has to be a comfortability from an individual in order to see the beauty in another person. Now, listen, there are some people, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be honest. You want me to be honest? Somebody type, I want you to be honest. I'm going to be honest. There are some people that you look at and you say, uh-uh, I couldn't be with that person because they don't meet uh, the prerequisites of what you have developed for, from, from, from your eyes, all right? So, so here, here it is. Um, my wife happens to be a very beautiful woman, and, uh, and she has always been a very beautiful woman. Uh, so I developed uh, what I call a, 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 a appetite for beautiful women. And so beautiful women uh, were not a problem for me because uh, I always and probably always will, as long as the Lord lets me see, be able to admire beautiful women. Stay with me. But every beautiful woman couldn't be Mrs. J. Drew Shear. Huh. Every beautiful woman couldn't be uh, Mrs. J. Drew Shear. It took a special beautiful woman to be Mrs. J. Drew Shear. Uh, because I sincerely believe that even from our humble beginnings, that God had a master plan whereby Karen and I would eventually come together at some point and be together for the rest of our lives. 
I didn't see it when I, when I, well, I'll be honest with you, I didn't see it when I first started seeing Karen. I didn't see that. Oh, no, I didn't see it. I didn't see it when, when, uh, when, when my mother and father were in uh, 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 Mother Clark's choir. I didn't, I didn't see that when uh, Denise was, was babysitting me. I don't even remember Karen when Denise was babysitting us. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't really remember when, 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 when Twinkie and I were close. I don't really remember uh, uh, observing Karen then, but something happened along the way. God orchestrated our steps. And then, hear what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to help somebody. Now, I believe that Karen Clark Sheard as she is now called, was created for me. Now, let's go to the book of Genesis, the second chapter and the 21st verse. Look what happened. Every man, see, uh, I, I, I understand that there are some men who said, I don't want to be married. I don't want, okay, um, that's kind of that's different. I'm not going to get into that. That's kind of different. But let's see what God did to the first man he created in Genesis 2 and 21. So the Lord God caused him to fall into a deep sleep. While the man was sleeping, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the flesh in that place. That's in your Bible. Somebody type and say it's in there. Now, God took the man and caused him to sleep. If you read before that, you'll see where God, the word of the Lord says that God noticed that Adam was lonely. He needed compassion, compan excuse me, he needed companionship. He needed a companion. He did not, listen, he had every animal in the world. For those people who are saying that a man is a dog's best friend, that's not true. I beg to differ with you. Adam had a dog, but he was still lonely. God put Adam to sleep, the man to sleep, and took one of his ribs. You better be glad God didn't take more than one of his ribs or it would give the person who deals in rascality uh, some basis for saying he can have more than one woman. Praise God. But God took one rib. The Bible is very specific. In that 21st verse of the second chapter of Genesis, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the flesh at that place. Now, what did he do with that rib? He took that rib and the Bible says he built a woman. Now, if we sincerely believe that, then no matter how difficult it may seem to be, there is a woman for every man. Wow, I'm getting deep now. 
There is a, I don't care, I don't care what you've been going through, brother. I don't care if, you done, uh, if you've been having a, 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 a bad success. Uh, uh, you know, I don't even know if those two words go together. If you, if you haven't been having uh, good success, let's say it like this. If you haven't been having good success, with women, I, I, I'm going to tell you, there is a woman out there for you if you will seek the Lord. Get in the will of God. The Bible tells us, in essence, that since God took one rib from the man, Every man, how do you know, uh, uh, Bishop, how do you know that every man, that there's a woman for every man because every man is missing a rib? Every man. Every man. And you can't have, uh, listen, you can't have two men get together and compensate for the missing rib. No, sir. Can't do it. Every man, let's be honest. Let's be honest about it. Every man is missing a rib. I, of course, I have mine because I have my lovely wife. I found my rib. You married men are saying with me, I found my rib. If I got some married men online that are watching today, just put in the chat section, I found my rib and put an exclamation mark behind it. I found my rib. Yeah. Now, Let's be honest. Women are in excess. Excess. E-X-C-E-X-C-E-S-S. Excess. In other words, they're excessive women. The ratios show that women, uh, uh, last time I checked, uh, women were outnumbering men 12 to 1. Might, it might be 13 to 1 now. But women, for, what I'm saying is for every one man, there are 13 women. For every one man, there are 13 women. Stay with me. For every one man, there are 13 women. And it was prophesied in the Bible back in, uh, the, in, 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 in the book of Isaiah where it said even then, that there would be one man to seven women. Oh, Lord, I think that's what it said. All right. Look in the Isaiah. Let's go to, let's go to Isaiah. Lord have mercy. I, I want to make sure that I'm reading that, that I'm quoting that scripture the correct way. Go to Isaiah, the fourth chapter, and let's read in that uh, first verse. Watch what it says. And in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man, saying, we will eat our own bread and wear our own apparel. Only let us be called by thy name to take away our Reproach. Now, let me explain to you what this says. It said that there is coming a day, that there is coming a day, hallelujah, thank you, 
that there is coming a day when seven women, this was prophetic, when seven women will grab one man. Now, if seven women grab one man, uh, you know how to add and subtract. You know how to do deductive reasoning. And, and, and we believe that there's one man for uh, uh, one, one woman. Then if that be the case, then six of those women didn't have no business with the man. Uh-oh, I'm getting in trouble. Seven women shall take hold of one man and say to that one man, and this is why some men ain't no good. I know you don't like it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, this is why some men, I said it bad English. This is why some men ain't no good. Because you got some of these women that will take hold to this one man and say to him, uh, you ain't got to do nothing for me. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to have any responsibility toward me. These women said, this, is, this, was, this was prophetic. It said, we will eat our own food. In other words, I'll buy my own groceries. You ain't got to buy me no grocery. Watch this. It said, and we will provide our own clothes. You ain't got to buy me no clothes. Just... Let us marry you for your name to take away our disgrace. The, the, the disgrace was that there were women who were not married. And we used to, back in the day, of course, most of you all, uh, uh, when I say most of you all, I'm talking about my uh, millennials on down. They don't even know, uh, probably don't even know this, but... They used to identify unmarried women with the title of Miss, M-I-S-S. And then they would identify married women with the title of Mrs., M-R-S. And uh, but now that's been taken away. We all they all use MS. You don't know who married. You don't know who not married. It's M. Mid. It's Miss. Yes, Miss. You, you don't know whether they married now. It was done on purpose by that liber women's liberation movement so that the women would not, uh, as the Bible says, talk about this disgrace of not being married. So now, look at here. Watch what this scripture is saying to us. When that day comes, seven women will grab one man and say, we'll eat our own food, provide our own clothes. Just let us marry you for your name. Take away our disgrace. A special look will note that the Bible said uh, it was not good for man to be alone. And every man that doesn't have a woman, a wife, a mate is incomplete. Uh-oh, because the woman is built from his rib. Go to that 22nd verse in the second chapter of Genesis. Then the Lord God formed the woman from the rib that he had taken from the man, and he brought her to the man. Now, my brothers and sisters, as I, I emphasize on this deductive reasoning, we're told that every woman won't have a man. That's in the Bible. 
That's why some, you know, if you ever notice that when a, a, a husband and wife have been together uh, for so long and then the man passes, the husband passes, usually the woman just goes on and she's all right. She don't, they don't. They don't, they don't even try to get a husband sometimes. I talk to some of you, uh, you're going you gonna to get married again? No. <laughs> but if, a, if the wife dies and the husband yet lives, you'll see that he pretty quickly uh, starts looking at a, another mate or looking for another mate. Um, they start looking for another wife right away because it is not good for man to be alone. It did not say that. that I, know, I know some of my Bible scholars are going to argue with me. The Bible did not say it was not, that it was not good for woman to be alone. It said it is not good for man to be alone. So let me move on. I pray for someone who loved God who would enhance me, I think that's something that we need to do. We need to, as a, as a young, single individual, it's no need of you hooking up with somebody that ain't gonna be nothing for you. You need to check out somebody who will enhance you. Who could, uh, who can make me better? Who, who, who can hold my attention and who could compliment where I am going? All right. Who can do that? Now, when, when I got hit by the so-called Cupid, I really didn't intend uh, uh, to be trying to get married. Uh, uh, I, I was just dating. I mean, I, mean I, I, didn't, I didn't date too many unsaved girls. I already knew what I was going to uh, be in the church, but uh, uh, I, I, this old song said, I only meant in just to wet my feet, and she pulled me in, and the waters of love run deep. My cameramen know something about that song. So, <laughs> but this is a different situation. When I got hooked up, God orchestrated my steps. If you are prayerful, God will orchestrate your steps and you'll get the right person. Well, I'm going to come back uh, uh, on uh, Friday, and I'm going to finish this up. Hopefully, I'll finish this up. And I'm talking to my young singles, my young singles, uh, those who are contemplating, who desire to f a mate. I want to give you some stuff to help you along your journey so that you can be complete uh, in God, so that you can be complete in God. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for how you blessed us and brought us to this point. I pray that this lesson will help uh, my brothers and my sisters as they go through life. I pray, oh God, that you will keep them in the center of your will and that you will help them, oh God, to, pe to become even more productive citizens of the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Listen, I want you to sow into this ministry. I hope that there, I've been getting so many calls. Uh, my wife and I have been getting responses saying 
uh, that these series are helping you. I need you to sow into this ministry so that we can continue to do these type of ministry uh, 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 opportunities. And so I want you to sow. I would that if you would just get a $10 seed and sow it into this ministry. If you're going to mail it in, you can mail it in to Greater Emmanuel Institutional Church at 19190 Schaefer Highway. That's Bishop J. Drew Sheard Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan, 48235. Or you can give at uh, PayPal. That's PayPal at geikojic.org. Or you can go to Givelify and search for Greater Emmanuel Institutional Church. Make sure you see our church logo and give at that uh, opportunity. Or you can cash app us. That's dollar sign G-E-I Kojic one. Or you can give securely in our G-E-I app. Or you can text to give at 28950. Type in G-E-I offer the space and your amount. I would that everyone would just sow a seed on this Wednesday evening of just $10. I'm going to pray over your seed and I'm praying that God will continue to bless you. I want you to be prepared. We're getting ready for a great day in February. A second Sunday in February will be our holy women in red and you will have an opportunity to be a part of that. The prophetess Barbara Calloway of Dallas, Texas will be our special guest. Start planning to be a part of that. And dear Lord, we thank you once again for how you blessed us, brought us to this point. Bless these seeds that will be sown into this fertile ground, cause them to multiply not only for the sake of ministry, but for my personal sake. And I'll be so careful to give your name the praise. The glory and honor shall be thine in Jesus' name. Here I go again, believing God. Come on, put it on the screen. Here I go again, believing God. My brothers and my sisters, meet me here on Friday when we continue this discussion for Save Singles save singles. God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you on Friday. And of course, also on Sunday at 830 and 1130, we have our in-person services and you are more than welcome. And we thank you once again for making Greater Emmanuel your choice for ministry. And now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost, rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. And we all said amen. God bless you. And I love you with the love of the Lord. As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening.